show, we're waiting for our official theme song, so we have this for now. It's stock free, or uh, it's royalty free. So I don't have to pay anything. I don't have to pay a full thing. Nice. That was good. And I've been letting it play out because, yeah, right? I like it. It's pretty funky. Long, <laughs> it's pretty long. It's it could long. be longer. You think? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, especially because they kind of have start to have a little fun with it. Yeah, they're like, yeah. 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 yeah good. And then we ready fade out five and fade out five and then we. Yes. Yes, dude. Very, very exciting day. Um, I mean, every day at. And th- do you want to know what this program's called? Yeah, I do. The Hunter Davidson Radio Hour. Hunter Davidson Radio Hour. <laughs> Bit of a mouthful. <laughs> it's not short and it's not um, fun. But, you know, I was talking to it with a friend today and they were like, you know, it's no frills. Yeah. And that's what we're going for. Yeah, it's it's straight to the point. And yeah. It's long like the song, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> and it keeps me at the center of yeah. everything. <laughs> Perfect. This is, um, so yeah, every day is exciting here or whatever, but today is very exciting because, um, I'm very excited to have you here. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to it all day. I had a long day and it was my, it was my carrot. (laughs) Leading you forward. (laughs) And now you got it. Now you got your carrot. Um, we have a lot of talented people on this program. Um, and you are right at the top of the fucking pile, dude. Let's go. Writer, director. (laughs) Improv legend. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the yeah. camera. Um, my name is Macy and I <laughs> and I'm a writer, director, improv legend. Yes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And we're gonna get into all of that um over the course of this program. But you know, what I like to do is I like to take it back. Yeah. I like to please. go back to where it all started. So uh tell me where you're from. I'm from Brighton, Michigan. So just outside local. of Ann Arbor, local. I love it, dude. We've been starting off the show with a bunch of locals, which makes my heart happy. Yeah, because Lance is local. Jesse's a local guy. Jess, I didn't know Jesse Jesse's was local. Jesse's a, a Novi guy. Yeah, wait, I knew that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fiona's from Ann Arbor. Um, you know, Katie's a fucking. Yeah. I don't. Where's Katie? Chicago, from? suburbs of Chicago. Whoa. Chicago. Wait, Hunter, where are you from? Kalamazoo, baby. Oh! Two six nine. Two six nine. Whoops! I pushed up the wrong. <laughs> Shit. Yes. Uh, Michigan folks, I love it. So Brighton. Tell me about Brighton, dude. Brighton's crazy. I was actually, um, I was just there today. Yeah. Um, it's really cute. Like if anyone goes there, they're like, oh my God, this place is so cute. Cause it like, it is. Um, and you like, you like it. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like crazy. It's like crazy too. Yeah. It's, um, it's really conservative. It's mid Michigan. Yeah. 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 Um, I was visiting my friend, Darby today. I was in a bar at 11 a.m. today, which is great. Um, and it is Wednesday. And it's Wednesday, so perfect like hump day. Uh, <laughs> We're getting over the hump. Yeah. So um, she had like a waxing appointment nice. this morning. Full Brazilian. Yes, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Fuck it wasn't yeah. even waxing. It was um laser hair removal. Nice, like, even dude. Yeah. Nice. Um, and that's painful enough. I've right? had that before. You right. Have? My so, okay. So my sister swears by it. Yeah. Um. 
and she like she was like you're going to see my laser hair which you know <laughs> as like a, i think i was 17 or 18 i was like damn sis she's like i'm That's fucking crazy. yeah she's like you could be she's proof. like you gotta we gotta fix what's yeah. going on here yeah. uh yeah so i went there and that shit fucking hurts yes yeah it's so <laughs> she was like you know if you take an advil before you come this hurts less i'm like dude you're fucking knife in my face yeah but and anyway, it's like yeah. a million little like yeah well this one um claims to be painless um i did it because i have like a happy trail to like nice. put other people to shame, shame. Nice. yeah like it's it. really good but so i i sadly didn't want it um, had to go it had to go but this one was supposed to be painless but it obviously doesn't fucking work because it all grew back just in time for something yeah right that's Whatever. the other thing she because i came home and i was like Taylor's my sister. I was like, I'm never fucking doing that again. Yeah. That was awful. And she was like, well, you have to keep going for mm-hmm. it to take. So Darby's getting the Brazilian. Darby is getting lasered. Yeah. And the lady just starts like talking about how like, uh, <laughs> like Trump was just like so robbed or something. Yeah. yeah and, right. Like Biden's just like, he's not yeah. straightforward. Right. And Obama's running a shadow government. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> like that's all like really typical. Yeah. Like there's so many yeah. Trump flags up. Um, and that's the thing I think a lot of people don't realize is Michigan is like, cause, cause you know, it goes blue or red kind mm-hmm. of on a whim. And it's like, we have these pockets of like super liberal yeah. on the east side of the state but you go anywhere else it's confederate flags yeah <laughs> no, like really intense and like anywhere you go which yeah. is crazy like <laughs> like i feel like ann arbor um east lansing and detroit yeah. are kind and of traverse just, city a tiny tiny yeah, bit yeah but <laughs> but you go 15 minutes out of any of those places yeah. and it's like really intensely different so brighton is just like a mm-hmm. piece of that right. like everywhere else yeah so yeah homey but yeah. <laughs> and you went to public school. Yeah. Yeah. Go Bulldogs. Go <laughs> Bulldogs, dude. What kind of student were you? I was um I was really intense. Like yeah. a very very intense student. Um like I I kind of had like a rule that I like didn't um hang out with friends during like the school year. Like I was like doing Whoa. homework like Whoa. yeah really intense like, like even on weekends oh especially on weekends like, that, was, <laughs> that was for fucking grinding for a homework like i have a memory wow. of my brother's 16th birthday and like my like family like pulling me out of my room just to sing happy birthday to him and i was like yeah. i need to grind what like, you were like in you were like in the books i was in the books damn yeah, yeah. everything science um math honestly not just science and math reading like history yeah. like english yeah. and yeah. like science and math because i was bad Cause, at it because i had to put that work yeah Damn. yeah but the other stuff because like i was really into it and it made the gears turn yeah and you were also a student athlete yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah come on you knew i was gonna bring that <laughs> yeah. up yeah i played basketball fuck yeah, yeah. it was so fun it was fuck awesome. yeah. What, yeah what position did you play i was well i got i got progressively worse i got so <laughs> as everyone else started kind of getting yeah, yeah. and yeah. they were getting like aggressive yeah too. those elbows started getting sharper and harder yeah yeah <laughs> i was on um, like i w- in my younger days like middle school i was like point guard which nice. i felt very cool about I yeah like, run the fucking show so i'm the leader <laughs> like okay <laughs> did someone say magic johnson yeah. um, <laughs> that's what i heard yeah yeah um and like wing and stuff yeah um but yeah like i remember my coach being like um yeah, like hustle and like. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they, they said that. Yeah. Um, but like, just like, like trying to like be okay with pain. I like rem- every time like I got like hurt. A, a 
bruise. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, I will never do that again. Yeah. So I just became oh. a more and more timid mm-hmm. player because I didn't yeah. like getting hurt. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You were you were a student athlete too, right? I was. Um, I was. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for throwing that back my way. Um, I was on the ski team. What? Actually, yeah. Um, wanted to play basketball. Our basketball team was pretty mm. good. And I, I've been skiing my whole life, so Whoa. I knew I could walk onto the ski team and, like, kind of, you know, swing my fucking yeah. shit. And yeah. I knew if if I made the basketball team, it would be to never play. Mm-hmm. So that made that decision easy, and I played football for a little bit, but fucked up my knee. Football's um, scary. Yeah, man. Like, all of my friends, literally all of my close group of friends that played football most of them stopped in high school a couple went beyond every single one of them has had at least one surgery oh god and all of them have had concussions oh and it's just like and i and i i never had surgery but i tore meniscus and i got a concussion or two and uh football but i did mess up one knee skiing as well (laughs) and it was just like charlie come here um but that interests me because you don't strike me as super competitive yeah well i wasn't um Cause, and I also remember, like, um, like halftime, the coach would be like, because we were not a good basketball team. We lost every <laughs> game. Like, we were so, so did Madawan. Yeah, Madawan women's basketball yeah. had some rough stretches while I was oh, there. Oh, yeah. Really just <laughs> awful. <laughs> like, losing bad. And, like, fe- and feeling bad the whole time, too. Like, yeah. never feeling in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because we were like, we're just going to lose again. Um, yeah. that's And that's tough, dude, going into every game knowing that you don't stand a chance. Yeah. Well, for me, it was really freeing because I was like, I'm just going to go. Fuck it. I'm going to go fuck fun. around. Yeah. yeah. Um, and our coach at halftime would be like, are you guys going to take this or are you going to go? Like, I'm so disappointed in you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I was like, I know my mom is going to buy me pizza after this, <laughs> regardless of what we collectively do out there. I'm getting paid in pizza. <laughs> yeah. So say whatever the fuck you want, coach. It didn't matter. And then there was, I don't know if you had this, but there was always that like <laughs> one kid who like before the coach would come in would try to like kind of like be the, yes coach. oh my god come on guys yeah come on what are we doing what do you think coach is gonna say <laughs> come here? Like, <laughs> and everybody fucking hated that yeah, person so annoying so annoying so were you um i found my role on the foot come here charlie come here come here oh sorry <laughs> i found my role on a lot of teams that i was on i figured out what i was gonna bring on the field pretty quickly mm. Oh, not, much. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> not much not much but i found i could uh be a bit of a class clown a bit of a mm-hmm. team jester um for the coaches and the the players did you ever find yourself being just like trying to make jokes mm, uh, maybe did you ever get in trouble for goofing around in school because no. you were such because you were such a hardcore no i was i was wow. i was like um i was like we should be listening right now. Like, I was like, <laughs> guys, cut it out back there. No, I was really um, kind of like shy and respectful, probably. Oh. But uh, okay, I, I also, mean, I can see that. Yeah, and like, yeah, reserved. Interesting. Yeah, on the cross country team though, because mm-hmm. I did that till senior year. Um, whereas I quit basketball like sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, Once it was clear that you weren't going to go to the league. Yeah, <laughs> and it was abundantly <laughs> It wasn't clear. in your cards. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I was pretty bad at cross country too, but I think I definitely, um, well, like slow or out of shape, slow. Yeah. Just, and also like, like just not competitive. Like yeah. people were like putting themselves yeah. in like extreme discomfort to right. run fast. And I was like, 
Like, dude, just, <laughs> just chill. I'm going to go for a job. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to do that. But like, but do you, did you feel competitive as a student? Or just like, I, it wasn't, it had nothing to do with trying yeah. to outperform the others. It was just yeah. like, I like this shit. It was, I was like, I think I was really competitive with myself, but I was okay. never really like, cool. um, I need to have the best GPA. I need to be valedictorian. No, no, I was. No, yeah? I was like yeah. that. I was. But yeah. I, I pretended like I wasn't. Okay. You know? I was yeah. Like, it's for the love of the game. But I was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck you. <laughs> You're all stupid. Yeah. No, I think I wanted to like be the best probably. Nice. And did you, was Michigan always like on your mind? Mm. Well, okay. Well, back up a little bit. Sorry. When did you get into making movies? Not not until Michigan. Okay. Um, yeah. So okay. So then, so you had no idea you wanted to be a film major coming out of high school. What did you want? Did you have any idea what you wanted to do? Hi. Hi. This is a good sign. Um. Okay. It was it was a little bit movie because I loved um, I loved history class and I thought the documentaries were yeah. the best at oh yeah telling us what was going on. People would ask me like in history like how are you remembering this stuff? And I would like dramatize it for yeah. myself in my head. And it's like, if you made it into a good story, yeah. these fuckers are going crazy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which it is history. Yeah. History has got some great yeah. stories. I mean, it's just a huge drama, you know? Um, so I really <laughs> wanted to make, um, thank you for playing with the dog. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Um, so I wanted to make documentaries. Nice. Um, and cool. I wanted to be a playwright. Nice. Yeah. So I kind of went in, were you writing, uh, stage plays and what is it teleplays yeah in high i was school? i was writing i would try to write a musical my nice. senior year i took on an independent study nice um, but i didn't write shit because like writing is so like hard and really i got hard, like yeah. and of course i was like oh it will be a period piece and so i just got yeah. like lost in um research and, yeah and really <laughs> falling yeah. all down all these rabbit holes yes yeah, so i never i didn't write anything for a whole but i thought about writing you yeah and you did a lot of it was a well-researched independent study oh yeah just yeah. didn't get anything on the page that's yeah, fine that's yeah. the first uh step of writing yeah yeah so it, it was good so where so was michigan when was when did when, when was it like i'm going to michigan um, was it a reach were you like i want to go to michigan where, uh, where were you looking at uh, kalamazoo <laughs> <laughs> Two six nine. That one is cool. Yeah. Um, Kalamazoo. I was looking at Western. Michigan. Go Broncos. Let's ride. Exactly. I was gonna go. Um, wow. Wow. Because I thought um, I would save a lot of yeah. money, but I think I actually got way better financial aid nice. for Michigan. Nice. And and you, yeah. Um, then my reach <laughs> was Harvard. They yeah. Didn't let me in. Damn. Sadly, I wrote my essay about like fan fiction. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean like read like how reading fan fiction like was impactful yeah just you? like the power of like nice dude <laughs> I thought it was and harvard great. didn't bite on that yeah they didn't want it which was like crazy <laughs> um that's awesome yeah so sorry just it's like what is she barking at yeah she's talking She's saying when she chose Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have a choice. She was fucking going here. So um, you, you get to Michigan. Freshman year. Where are you living? Alice Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where the stars are born. It's where I met Justin Levine. Wow. Yeah, he was my first. Yeah, give that guy some applause. No, say his name again. It's where you met. Justin. 
we've been beefing out his name when it comes up. Him and him and, uh, him and the other one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, we've been beefing out their names. Oh my gosh. Guess who's? Guess who's stiff? Guess who it is? <laughs> that's, a, that's actually a segment coming up later. So you're an Alice and you meet Justin Levine, and is does that have any impact on film? How is yeah. this? Okay, he fast friends. Mm-hmm. Well, we walked to the um the the like the first thing we did was we walked to the um imagination films like wow. mass, mass meeting. Together. Wow. And we walked back and we're like. Seems kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be all shy. Yeah yeah. 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 So, yeah, I guess. And then it was honestly from there, it was um, imagination. Because, um, like, the, the first set I was ever on it was for them. And I was like a PA. Um, and it was like a seven hour shoot date. And it was like freezing and rainy outside. And, um, like, I, I think I was like holding the boom and like holding up like blankets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, walked yeah. away. And I had so much fun, and I was like, wait, like, if this was this much fun, it was seven hours and rainy. Yeah, imagine a good day. Imagine a good day, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, like, this is really cool. And I was um always really um terrified of um having, like, a job where you have to sit down. Yeah, right. Work in an office. Yeah. Work in a cubicle. Really right. scared. Um, And my mom, who was, has been um an actress and a personal trainer, like, wow kickboxing and like aerobics all her life um she got a desk job for the first time that year and it wasn't me like calling home from college like oh mom like i'm so lonely she was like this job fucking sucks (laughs) (laughs) do not end up behind a desk yeah so i was was scared yeah seriously and are you taking film classes at this point Mm, not till not till second are you just doing gen eds are we doing gen eds i think Yeah. yeah And is history still on the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I took, um, the first history class I took was the best one I ever took. And after that, they just all went well, what was it? downhill. Intro to religions. Nice. Did you ever? I took a, I took, when I was in high school, I was dual enrolled at Kalamazoo Valley Community College. <laughs> <laughs> and I took a comparative religions class. And yeah. I really liked that class. Really cool. And like, I think, um... It sounds like they were the same and that it was like comparative and you yeah. get like a breadth of mm-hmm. a lot of different religions. And then every class after that, it was like, you're just studying like one The thing. most specific. Yeah. Like I'm, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I didn't have the patience for it. Right. Like, so, okay. So what's your favorite era of history? What's, what's like, what, cause for like for me, Russian revolution. Oh, that shit's like, cool. I love, I love it. Mm. I could read it all day. Yeah. I love it. Well, I, I took a Russian revolution class and nice. I dropped out of it. Cause nice. I was, well, I yeah. just, I honestly, um, I just, I just like can't, I probably just have ADHD or something, but I just, I can't sit down and read something. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't know. I can't stop moving and I cannot yeah. concentrate I like on like anything. diagnosing myself right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so that's good. So we got you out of the yeah. fucking history and that is the other thing. So 
yeah, like my cousin was like history and poli sci, mm. and and he come home and be like, we've spent the last two months on like one week in seventeen hundreds Franco regime Spain, and like Intense. it's we've just been reading tax documents that have been translated from Spanish. <laughs> I was like, oh, so <laughs> you hate your life? Riveting. He's like, he's like I love this shit. Whoa. So you have to really like it, and yeah. it's, and I think you know because. I'm fascinated by history mm. and I love to read, you know, I love, I love when someone makes history, you know, accessible, like yeah. documentaries, yeah. like I love a good history documentary. I love a good Ken Burns moment. Oh yeah. But yeah, if you don't, if that doesn't turn your gears to read like, mm-hmm. you know, a policy paper from 1694, yeah. then yeah, you can't do well, it. Well, you have to like, um, what I, I think what I learned was like the importance of not just like liking something but liking doing it yeah the process you know you have to like the worst part of it (laughs) and i i I loved like the idea of history and like i loved like knowing like there's a bunch of different religions (laughs) (laughs) and being able to like talk about it to people yeah like correct someone when they say it's wrong yeah Yeah, you like know a little something um But I didn't like doing history. Like, yeah, that was like researching for a fifty-page thesis yeah, or something. No, yeah. no, yeah. like grammar mattered, and I was like, <laughs> "Stop it!" <laughs> I like, hated that. And you were fully. You had caught the bug, the film bug. Film bug. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you caught not syphilis or anything. COVID nineteen <laughs> at a very moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I guess. I've realized, Jesus, a common theme of a lot of these episodes, we spend, I don't want to spend too much time on Mm. it, but you know, we were, we did get hit by COVID in like kind of a pretty interesting Mm -hmm. point in our lives where we were, you know, it's fucking your first years of college. Yeah. So like, do you remember where you were? March 13, 2013. Um, I was in, I was in my dorm room. It was sophomore year. Um, I always felt like random I, roommate. No, beloved roommate. Beloved so like roommate. one of one nice. of my other like first friends from um nice. freshman year. We went on to be like RAs together. And it went and okay, it went well. All yeah, right. she was Continue. awesome. Yeah, sorry. um, but um, because it wasn't um because it was my sophomore year. It wasn't my freshman year. Um, oh, you're you're older than mm-hmm. me. This is my fifth year. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that makes sense. That's why you knew Justin Levine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got Same. It. But um, <laughs> wait, Justin. <laughs> Whoa, that was perfect. <laughs> I was trying to do. Sorry, that. yeah, that's where you met. <laughs> that was awesome, though. It'd be crazy if the other sound was <laughs> Every time we, every time we bring him up, we play the majestic wind chimes. That's so funny. Um, yeah, but we were um in our room reading like that. That stuff was happening. Yeah, and me and Emily were like, it would probably blow over right Right. this isn't gonna happen to us um and then my girlfriend at the time she came in and she was like no this is like a really big deal <laughs> Guys, actually this is actually fucked yeah and yeah. so like we me and emily start out like giggling like whatever and then um <laughs> and then by the end of the conversation we're like no no yeah no, no. right realizing you have to go home and shit yeah <laughs> yeah that was crazy so, so, so you went home so i went home back to brighton yeah um, what did you do to not lose your mind or did you lose your mind? I definitely lost my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I did a lot of, um, actually like one person film projects. Um, mm. and like many of which I did not finish. Um, <laughs> but some of them I did. It's, it's too bad. The one I didn't finish was the one that was like four other people and they were like Damn. counting on me really doing ready it. for it yeah, yeah. um but 
that fucking happens. Yeah, like it's sorry, just, buddy. It's, well, it was just it was way too much. It was way too big of a project for one person. Um, but yeah, that was that was like fun, I guess. And it's mostly just really weird. And, yeah. And were you? So let's talk about improv. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Midnight Book Club. <laughs> and was that pre-COVID or post-COVID? Yeah, that was pre-COVID. Okay. Um. Oh, I was gonna say I felt like I like, and I think a lot of people say this, but actually I don't know if they do. But I felt like I like <laughs> manifested COVID because I. Remember, oh no. I remember. You ate a bat in Wuhan. Guys, I think I manifested this. <laughs> Manifest when you just fucking cost. <laughs> you're just patient zero. <laughs> oh no, I manifest. Uh, guys, really I think bad. I. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. <laughs> no, I just remember Sorry. looking at my calendar. Um, and that's, I was really fucking like crazy and obsessed with taking on a lot of projects. Yeah. Um, freshman and sophomore year. And I cooled off after <laughs> that. But I looked at my calendar and I had like at least three things like every day for right. the rest of the semester that I was going to do. I was like, Oh, th- well, this isn't, this isn't going to work. Yeah, like this what? is not good. When um, do I breathe? And like, yeah, well, I was like, Oh, I'm going to let a lot of people down. Like, this is bad. <laughs> Ooh, I've made a lot of promises here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, something has to give. This is not good. Mm-hmm. And I also had my first midnight book club show, um, that Friday. This is 2019 or this is 18 freshman year. You got involved with Midnight no, Book I Club? didn't get involved till my sophomore, sophomore year. year. So it was the semester COVID hit. Okay, spring, spring. Okay, sp- 2020, spring 2020. Yeah. Um. So the Wednesday it hit was two or three days, however you count, before what was gonna be my first improv oh, show. Oh no. No, really, in Damn. that way, really good. Because I remember. Oh, <laughs> oh, good. I remember saying out loud like. I'm not ready to do this. Like, I wish there was some way I, I could wish just practice that. for two years. And then do it. Like, I think I literally said that. I wish there was a way that I could tune my comedic instincts for two full years. And that happened exactly. And then, um, oh my god, two years later, you may have actually manifested. I think I it. manifested it. That's what I'm saying. Wait, I want to hear some names though, because this is my favorite part: is playing the name game hmm. because. You know, it only means something to us right now, but who knows? There might be some hot names in there. So, yeah. because I'm thinking back to the Midnight Book Club people that I knew at that time, I think it's just why I think it's just Brendan Dooley. Yeah, I mean, he's, I think he is the, so it's a completely different club now. Like right. everyone is right Turn o- yeah, turnover. Yeah. Um, I think Brendan is the oldest member who people like here right now still remember like have a personal connection yeah. to um because he start he was one of the first things i joined when i got here was wolf tv oh and he was producing this yeah. sketch this little sketch show called breach of peace and that's oh. when i met brendan but and he was cool and i thought he was fucking hilarious yeah and then he was like i'm gonna go do improv <laughs> i was like damn those improv people still <laughs> brendan dooley yeah we took him well, it, was, it was the um you audition and then like Maybe you get in. Talk like, to me about hey. your audition. Um, it was it was really fun. Um, I um, I'm a I'm a very like anxious person, like um, like social anxiety and stuff. Um, but the the things I will credit myself with is um, 
rather than like audition or test anxiety, I get like audition or test like euphoria. Like that is a really good environment for me. So I had a, I had a good time. Like, Um, like the whole time. Cause for me, so like I do stand up mm -hmm. and for me, the minutes leading up, like the hours, like I can usually get, I can usually sleep the night before. Yeah. As soon as I wake up, it's a building dread, like until I walk on stage and then I'm like, this shit is fucking awesome. Exactly. Exactly like that. Like really nervous. So right before the audition, walking to, where is it? Angel Hall or something. Walking there, you're like, I'm like, I'm I'm probably like, I think um, something my mom told me was anytime you're nervous, just tell yourself you're excited, which is like stupid, but it it kind of works. Just reroute that energy. Yeah. It's the same energy. Exactly. So I felt okay. Um, Nice. Unfortunately, um, me and my aforementioned girlfriend got in the biggest fight we've ever had in our entire lives sandwiched between the audition and the callback so going into the callback i just felt like miserable miserable like awful and i was like oh i'm like so just unfocused unfocused like in the wrong like headspace like i'm never gonna get this but honestly maybe it was good because it kind of it got me out of my head a bit like i was like and this was was your first like audition of anything like this um improv yeah. yeah i did a lot of like theater as a kid so lots of that but not through high school oh no i did in high high school school? too yeah um wow so you were a real troy bolton type exactly (laughs) (laughs) precisely actually and you and you acted Mm -hmm. you were wait what kind of roles were you talking i was um well when i was like a little kid um I just got like little kid roles, I guess, like child. Yeah, you know, right. I scored that role a lot. Um, nice. But in high school, I never got like um, a big role, really, um, in like the musicals, because I, which I agree with. Like, I'm not. <laughs> they made the right. Yeah, call. I think they really made the right call. I'm not a great singer. Um, but they would often like stick me with um, like a comedic bit. Like, so nice. if there was some, they were like, I don't think anyone's gonna commit to doing something this ridiculous like they were like i bet we could get macy Macy. so i did stuff like that so you're gaining rep for your for your comedic haunches yes nice yes so i was a bit comfortable with that but i was very uncomfortable with um having to do anything on the moment like right off the dome yeah like my whole any the whole way to like calm my anxiety is always just to like prepare because you are Yeah. yeah you're a huge preparer huge preparer like that's what i was doing at school, like yeah, even right. before exactly. this, I was going through my head. I was like, "Me and Hunter might talk about this." Nice, <laughs> nice. Going through the bullet points. Like, I'm prepped for this, <laughs> and that's what I like. And you and Jesse, Jesse came with a fucking page of notes. I was like, "You realize you've done more prep work for this than I have." <laughs> a page of notes. I'm, I'm flying off the seat of my, and I couldn't fucking read the shit. His handwriting's awful, but yeah, he did come. He's like, "I was wondering what you were gonna ask me about. We can talk about this, this, this." <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, to- I totally feel that huge prepare yeah. so um nice i am the opposite really? i i respond to to the anxiety i get beforehand by like uh shutting down totally mm. and doing nothing and pushing everything off the last minute and i pride myself on coming through in the clutch mm. i pride myself i've written so many probably upwards of 90% of the papers I've written in my academic career have been like within 24 hours of the deadline. Whoa. That's just how I, and it's not, it's awful. That's improvisational. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. It was just like, I, I, something about, and, and every teacher 
and my parents and my sister in high school always told me, like, when you get to Michigan, that's going to fucking change. You're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> As if. <laughs> they were so fucking wrong. They were so silly and wrong. Fibbers, complete liars. <laughs> no but, but, like, I, I'm not sure that it's, like, an, I'm not sure that's a good way to, like, hardwire your brain. Mm-hmm. But something about, like, the desperation of, like, you're either going to do it or you don't. And, like, you better fucking do it. Yeah over so many years got to the point where like it built up a confidence now where i'm like shit dude i've never not come through right well before. and that's like trusting yourself yeah. um and that's like my favorite thing that i feel like i've gotten from doing improv nice. is i i had no self-trust um and now I, I kind of have an idea that like if i'm in a tough spot or in any sort of moment like i'll think of something i can come up with it yeah i love it and so, so talk to me about, cause I'm curious about, cause I've never auditioned for an improv troupe. Wait, I'm mad. You should have. <laughs> I know. Everybody fun. told me I should have. <laughs> and I think I would have had fun. There was something, there was something about improv that just didn't quite click with my comedic sense. Hmm. And I don't know what it is because I, I've been to midnight book club and Comco shows and, like, I know all of these people up here are incredibly funny and talented because I know them. And But it's just something about the format never quite clicked in my brain yeah. the way other comedy things is. And I, and I don't know why that is. Um, but I do think it's, like, such tremendous, like, workouts for those muscles in mm-hmm. your brain. Um, and such a good way to meet people. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Why, ultimately why I didn't... Um, end up ever auditioning for one here but you know because you didn't want to meet anyone. <laughs> honestly i was like i was like uh you know i don't know i it's it's it might be hard for you to believe macy but it took me a little bit to come out of my little shell poke my head out of my little turtle shell inconceivable unbelievable. <laughs> but i am curious so like when you you walk because i was always like okay and it uh improv audition when i come with like I obviously I'm not I'm not gonna bring jokes. Do I come with a character? Like do I do I think of some wacky characters that I would go into if the scenario oh, called for yeah. it? Like like what am, how am I because like you know if I'm if I'm auditioning to get a spot at a stand up club or mm-hmm. something like I know what five jokes I can come yeah. in with or if I'm trying to get a, if I'm trying to get into a writer's room I know what scripts I have mm-hmm. an improv audition you know you yeah. kind of got to know the sensibilities of the people that you're auditioning for and then what is it you're just going in blind like I guess well I you know what I'm remembering now is I actually did a lot of preparation okay that's why I'm <laughs> curious what what, um, what what was in your mind like this is what I sh- this is how I should prepare I wanted to know the rules nice um so that's the thing it's all games it's games yeah it's it's rules um and and like guidelines you know um so I watched a lot of improv nice. beforehand like I like just found whatever video I could get my hands on like um, UCB mm-hmm. second city yeah stuff like that um and then I watched a lot of videos of like people like talking about improv um and like what parts of it seemed important to them and then i read (laughs) sure no yeah yeah i used to be so anxious before every rehearsal for the first like before rehearsal oh yeah for the first two years it was i almost quit it was a horrible experience actually for me um i was so anxious um and then when i was just like oh my god i can't be this nervous anymore I would read um, a chapter out of a book about improv before each rehearsal, and then I would watch some improv because then I felt like I had that preparation and I could go in. And now, um, 
two years of having a lot of fun doing improv it actually is some of that like you like think of like a character and you're like oh i like might whip that yeah. out you just gotta <laughs> you know? wait for this to mm-hmm. yeah okay because yep. that's kind of the sense i get because i'll see what i like to do is i like to watch the the players hanging in the wings like waiting to check yeah. in oh i love watching and then, that because yeah because because i would come to and i would i would especially key in on you and lennon and mm. paul and I would walk because because you would see someone would say something and the eyes would light up yeah. and they'd be like, I got something mm-hmm. that I can bring in for that. And that's that's really interesting to me. Yeah, I love watching people in the wings. Like, I guess I get to see it the most when I go to a Comco show. But yeah. like you can see people like, like right, lunge right, forward right, right. and then like hold themselves back. Yeah. Like, Oh, no, not yet. Yeah. Um, and the worst thing to see. And I'm. I like it is my greatest fear that I've done this too is but like when you can see on someone's face that like <gasps> they don't think the show is like going well they're like oh, oh no like that is like that's the I mean it's the the worst because it's yeah. total helplessness yeah well and it's also just like it's not it's not trusting you know yeah. um but honestly I don't and and, and I, I actually don't even really know if I've if I've seen that but I think like I'm just like always worried about it, you know, <laughs> right, like right. that would just be the worst yeah. thing. Um, and I know I've had moments like where I'm in a show and I'm like, oh, it's not our best. We, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't bring the A game today. Yeah, but you, you can't be thinking that you have to like always be in the zone of like the full potential of. Like, and that's the, the and, I, and I think um, I'm sure you probably do. This is like you're always comparing with the show you just did to your best show ever Mm -hmm. right so like if you're doing and you got to remember like it's the most it's a lot of the people in the crowd it's probably first time Mm -hmm. or you know they've only been to one other show it's you know they're not used to it yeah they don't go to every show like i do right right so you know you're having like a medium show and you're like well i'm not fucking killing but Mm -hmm. then everyone's like yeah that's a good time yeah that's something i always felt like i had to realize and i want to talk about rehearsals a little bit because that's interesting to me too is that that's just what you put fucking you you all show up in a room put two hours in the clock and just run through games yeah yeah um yeah rehearsal it's really kind of like funny and like paradoxical for like an improv group right Cause yeah it's like, right what are you what are you yeah practicing you do know? you have steadfast rules where you're like no bits that we come up <laughs> with here can be on the show no, or is the opposite no. yeah but i don't i think like people have different um attitudes yeah schools that. of thought yeah. yeah and it's kind of just like free for all it's kind of crazy how many like rules there aren't actually um but yeah we just honestly we just do the games we've done the show something that is my favorite thing we do is um we do you know we do improv for four hours a week and then sometimes more when we have a show um so it's on the mind a lot and something that started happening is um some of us started having like improv dreams and we would dream up new games whoa <laughs> so that, with rules yes like whoa. and you would like dream all the rules and then like, <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> the rehearsal starts so and someone's like i had a vision and then like whatever game <laughs> they dreamed of last night like we'll do it and like and did you ever realize that like the rules of the game made complete <laughs> yeah. no, utter nonsense because you were asleep yeah, yeah. So like, this is very good actually <laughs> that's awesome but actually in my because i've had like two improv dreams now where i've dreamt up games and it actually always goes worse in the dream than it goes when we all do it together and that's then when nice. we do it we're like oh actually like this is not so bad <laughs> we're actually pretty funny yeah <laughs> normally it's like a stress nightmare where we're like we're doing this stupid game and we're so bad <laughs> right and then it's right fine. absolutely yeah. <laughs> um you know anything else you want to say about midnight book club um 
No, but <laughs> but well, Fuck it, no, just, this is what I have to say about like improv comedy. Well, I'm comedy. just I'm interested in what you were saying about how um improv never clicked for you the way other um comedic things have because that's exactly how I feel about stand up, yeah. and I'm yeah. like amazed. Like for me, the anxiety level, yeah. like think about that, it's it's like not something I can summit. And I also just um I feel like improv makes. I feel good about it because I know there's someone else with me, but the idea of just like, mm-hmm. and you're playing a character, but the idea of kind of being alone and mm-hmm. being yourself, like, I don't curious. Yeah, about no, no. Um, that's yeah. And I think it's always, you know, I think people, there's some improv and stand up are kind of pitted against each other mm-hmm. in some weird abstract mm-hmm. sense. And I think that's wrong because in, in a certain effect they're you know two branches of the same tree or whatever mm-hmm. the thing i and i don't know if it's a result of being the person in group projects all throughout high school <laughs> that had to do everything mm. and it's not like i do think the i do think there's an appeal to having a safety net of other people that if you do start to jam um you know you can toss it over somebody like i i do think that's appealing but i i did always love I always loved the one man or mm. one per not one man, one person on state, like just me and this mic and we're just going to fucking do jokes. Yeah. And, and I have a lot of thoughts on stand up and, and especially old people doing stand up <laughs> and, and it's so stupid. I think stand up purists are dumb and mm. I think, you know, people that go out and do stand up not looking for laughs are awful. And so, like, what else would you? What? <laughs> wait, what? Well, there's a lot of people that go out there, you know, trying to be sm- like smart instead of oh. funny. Trying to, I don't know. I do. I love setup punchline. Yeah. I love setup punchline. Yeah, it's awesome. And I love seeing. I love words. I love written words so mm. much. And you're a writer. Yeah. And you know that too. I love seeing how different I mean because stand-up I think is the purest look inside a person's brain which I think is like when you're a fan of someone because they're funny you're a fan of the way their brain processes the same thing totally. you see they're like perspective you yeah know, and just absolutely the way, and I think that's something um what you were saying about truth it makes me think of um my brother and I were noticing the other day that um sometimes when someone says something to us that's really true we laugh yeah we're like ah that's so true. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, right. and it kind of that's funny. Huh. makes you laugh yeah. at just like how true it is. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I'm just thinking of how like similar the kind of like claps like that is so true. Yeah, right. And like laughing like that is so true. Yeah. Like kind of is, you know, that's definitely true. And, and I think <laughs> nice, <laughs> um, you know, I just like you're not, you know, you're not there to educate. And if you can, if you can, like, that's the thing. Okay. I am a huge. I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan. Mm. Obviously, I do not <laughs> agree with everything the man says, yeah, that, that especially in the last tough. five years. Dude, I went to the closer live. I saw the taping of the special. Oh my! And God. it was. And I've been like, since I've gotten into stand up comedy, Dave Chappelle is someone that like I've been very fascinated by, just because I've always had a big authoritarian problem. Mm. I got in a lot of. I was a. 
I wasn't a troublemaker in school because I was like a pretty good student, <laughs> but I did like I was talking to the administration like kind of regularly because I would act out because I, I didn't like being told what to do and it was stupid and I should have just listened to people. No, because you, that's way cooler. We wouldn't have been friends though. I would have been like, <laughs> you should follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> I know. We would have been we would have been opposites, dude. But um. So when I like started hearing the stories of Dave Chappelle telling like the executives at Comedy Central to go fuck themselves mm. and fucking off to Africa, I was <laughs> like, that's, you know, that's fuck, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. And I think he's more or less lost that path a little bit in mm-hmm. the last few years. But that show, The Closer, was not not a comedy special. Yeah, No, he wasn't. He was not trying to make people laugh. There were yeah. there was like maybe two jokes in it. Yeah. And I was and I was I was in there. I went with my cousin who's also a big Chappelle fan and he does he's such in person, you hang on every word he says. Mm. He's so good at commanding a room. But like yeah. I don't know if I la- like I'm I'm and like I love going to comedy shows and laughing yeah. at comedy shows. Even, you know, open mics. I'll mm-hmm. fucking I love to go laugh at stand up yeah. comedy. And, you know, I, it just there was no jokes. And I remember coming and I remember coming away from it thinking. I know what he was trying to say, and I do think he has a good message mm-hmm. under there and he's going to get fucking killed for it yeah. because he tried to make this edu- He tried to make this grandstanding statement in a stand up comedy special and, yeah. and, and none of it. None of it matched. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You know, when you start breaking down comedy, it. it it's a sli- it yeah. can be a slippery slope it's because at crazy. the end of the day, you're trying to say something that whoo riles you up. Well, exactly. And um, so when we were all in LA this summer, yeah. and you and Nicole were doing stand up, um, well, you weren't. Were I you did not. I did not. I unfortunately did not get to do stand up with Nicole until this year. Oh, oh, right at the. But I, I yeah, 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 oh, like, that was yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about that more in a little bit. But mm-hmm. but there was I did hear about a show that you guys went to. Oh yeah, and it was well. It made me so anxious, like, going to those shows because, yeah. like, so many people didn't stand up for the first time and, like, shaking, you know? And then sometimes, like, people, like, not making jokes, like, right. just saying crazy yeah. stuff, you know? And I remember being like, oh, my God, yeah. like, it is so hard to be in this room. And I was next to Ben, and he was like, I love this. I love this energy. People are sweating <laughs> up there. He loved, he, well, Ben loves to see people on the fucking hot seat. That guy fucking... He loves to see people squirm. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, and it, I was so glad he was there because it um made me realize that um just because I was incredibly uncomfortable didn't mean um it was a bad situation, right. you know? Right, right, right. And well, that that's the thing. Awesome. It's so much, especially in the clubs. It's so much of a tightrope walk, mm-hmm. and that to me is a lot of the excitement, especially as a performer. Um, and it's not something I don't I don't ever try to at least not yet try to like like you know throw them off my scent and then bring them back around Mm -hmm. you know that's something that a lot of comedians that i really love do like almost alienate an audience to the point of walking out and then bring them all back because that is so like impressive because if you see someone walk that tightrope it's there's like there's very few things that i love in my brain more than that no that's fantastic because then it's like you know they like bring you all the way to like, you as an audience member you're like fuck you disgusting you. Yeah, fucker fuck you. and then by the end you're on their side you're again like, you're like wait what does that mean yeah, about yeah. me that like these two things can like and that yeah, it's awesome it's, that's the beauty of it but but the trade-off is you know there's for every one or two comedians so norm mcdonald is my mm. favorite comedian ever mm. and in, and in my opinion 
he is the greatest at that, and there's no no one in his stratosphere solar system. Mm. For every Norm Macdonald there is, there's about ten thousand people that try to do that tightrope <laughs> yeah. walk and fall into the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and it's, and, it's and Ben loves it, but <laughs> it's like it's, a lot of people. That's like, oh, yeah. it's tough to watch, and it's and it hurts to hear when you don't when you try to make this point and it falls totally flat. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's just like the second hand, like. I don't know. Just like I just almost like, what if I was in those shoes? Yeah, right? like, sure. And just thinking of like how it would feel to like be up there. And you have a microphone. Totally bomb. This whole room like hates yeah. you. Like, and that's why. Oh. And that's part. And and I don't know if it's cowardice, but that's part of like why I, with the jokes I write. I like to think even if I bomb and don't get any laughs, like I'm nobody's gonna leave the club hating me. Yeah, you know, no one's gonna yeah. be like, fuck that guy. You know, I mean, he tried. He's got some shit going on. Yeah. Didn't make me laugh, but he fucking tried. Yeah, I feel like some people want that. You know, yeah. like some people like love yeah, absolutely. To be controversial. I've oh my I mean, and that and that is the most to- that's the most toxic sect yeah. of stand up is the the shock comic. Oh yeah. Because you know, probably 80% of it is rooted in people that are have actual like hatred in their heart yeah. and are able to use this as an outlet. And the rest of it is just like, man, dude, you could, you could probably be decent if you like actually just told some jokes totally. that you cared about instead of exactly doing whatever. When I was, um, when I was out there, I was just like, so I was like so impressed by what Nicole was doing and I thought it was so cool. And I was like, I'm going to try Nice, and so dude. I, I tried to write one, but what I noticed myself doing was I was um trying to write something that that room of people mm-hmm. would think was funny. And that room of people was like all basically all comics, like not yeah. many people just like going to a show, right, right. you know, and like a lot of like shock comics, all men, like largely white and just like <laughs> like kind of just like i don't get it <laughs> yeah, but, but so no what i was doing was, was i was writing stuff that like i didn't think was funny i was like oh they would yeah. love this you know right. and I, then i was like and i like looked at what i wrote i was like ooh, throwing yeah. that i was like, like yeah. what was that you know like, and that is the hardest thing because i you know i try to start every premise with do i think it's funny mm-hmm. and and i definitely have told jokes on stage that started as like I think this would play. Yeah. Even if I don't necessarily think it's awesome. But like I do think you have to you have to think it's funny. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna put yourself on stage to yeah. do it, you better stand by You like, really this wanna really stand makes behind me it. Laugh. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's yeah, especially if it's gonna be something potentially that you have to defend. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be something you don't believe in. Yeah, no way. But you should you should do stand up too. Yeah, I mean I I really I really want to try it, but I just think um I think kind of what I realized was um I was like, I don't, I don't know what I think is funny, you know? Interesting, And yeah. I was like, I kind of had no idea. It was well, that's a, that's a huge part. I think, I mean, yeah. so, so it takes, a lot of people say it takes eight to 10 years to find your voice, mm-hmm. your own voice as a comic, but the same way that you prepared for improv yeah. would be like, that's every stand-up comedian knowing it or not steals their cadence flow oh, delivery yeah. from somebody. Yeah. And like most, most of them are comedy nerds that have been watched stand up obsessively. So, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. I think it would be fun just for like the fear factor. Just because it seems so scary. It like makes me really want to do it. Um, And it just also like, I would like to know really confidently, like what I think is funny, you know? And I'm like, that's a 
really high stakes way to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> so that but it's the work. best. It's yeah. the best. And, uh, you know, we'll be in a good... The other... So I started to... Like, I... I'm... <laughs> I've had, I'm not very good at making friends with comedians. <laughs> it's something about, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. So like for the first three years that I did stand up in Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. like I would show up with my roommates that were there to support me and, you know, maybe try to talk to some of the comics, but like the only ones that wanted to talk to me were clearly like, Mm, that happens about. sometimes and yeah. the, the ones that i wanted to talk to seemed to not want anything to do with me mm. but like that it was like so i had so much fun when like i could get nicole to come do stand-up with yeah me, i was like dude i gotta fucking we're, we're friends doing comedy dude yeah. and we can go up on stage and if we bomb we can come back and be like wasn't that crazy yeah so dude we get out to la yeah wait that is um i was Start talking to people mics, about what i'm so excited about um with like going to la and like I sense a friendship explosion. Like, yeah. I just, I think it's going to be really We're fun. We're going to get tight. It just, it took so long for me, at least, to make friends here. Absolutely. And I'm like, I think, I think I know how to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I think that too. But then another part of me is like, and I don't want to freak you out with this, but I'm like, what if I, what if I, like, I'm just finally figuring out how to talk to these people right. that I've been opening up to and then. I mean, I'm not really like, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. I think we'll be fine. I think we're good to talk to. I think people find us uh, amenable and appealing enough (laughs) to want to make friends with us. But I want to talk about writing, dude, because so we did. So, so actually, let's talk about when we first met. Mm. Because um, summer 2022, Mm -hmm. my big sis becomes a doctor. Not a friend of the show. There's no way she listens to this fucking shit. What the hell? What the fuck? She's busy. She's doing Yeah, she's fucking saving lives or whatever. (laughs) Anyway, she gets placed in uh, Loma Linda, California. So Mm. I drive her out there. Oh, Sib trip. Sib trip. It was great bonding. It was really nice. A lot of good core memories in that one. Um, Good time with the sister. And I get out there and I know that I got these guys whose name we won't even bring up anymore because... (laughs) It's not their podcast. No, it's not. And they think it is, but it's not. But it's not. But I know that they're living in a a frat (laughs) house out there. So after uh, she gets, my sister gets settled in, I go and hang out with those guys. And one day uh, (laughs) they're like, you guys want to go to the beach? Yeah. Go to the beach. Cause I was there. Everybody that, that was there, all the Michigan people that were there, we're all working and mm. we're all like working really hard yeah. and, and like internships and like jobs, like minimum wage jobs mm-hmm. and like exhausted. And I was like waking up at like noon, smoking weed and playing <laughs> basketball like all day. Like that's all I was doing. Um, so I, so I think, I think the amount of time I stay there was the perfect length another yeah. day longer and they would <laughs> get out of here. Um, anyways they're like we're gonna meet some we're gonna we're gonna meet some friends to go to the beach which as we've discussed immediately i'm like whoa who the fuck are we like <laughs> we got the boys right here who i mean more people who's, who's going who these friends who? um and, uh, and the name morgan kovaleski is brought up who at this moment in time i have no fucking idea who that is <laughs> i don't know, I fucking know who that is um and uh and then my friend at the time who nobody else really knew uh, producer of the show, mm-hmm. Katie Fitzgibbons, who, and I want to talk about that common link a little bit later yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're like, let's go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna meet Katie at the beach. Morgan's coming, and Morgan's got a friend, Macy. Hunter, have you met Macy? 
No, I haven't met Macy. Uh, you'll meet Macy. You'll love Macy. They're great. Cool. And then we go and we pick up Morgan. And that's when I, that's when we first met. That's when we met. I remember it vividly. Honestly. Really? Yeah, I do. I remember um, because I was um, I was really in my shell that summer like in la like i've never felt weirder like i felt well do you want to back up to what you were doing right before that right before i was feeling the best i've ever felt <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> la dragged you ever. down yeah. from the heavens oh it honestly did i didn't want to go damn um i was at nelp new england literature program yeah. um so i was like on this like six week like writers in the woods yeah. No phones off the grid writing retreat. Um, yeah. You were being a transcendentalist. I was. And we were studying transcendentalism and I was just like having so fun. That is actually where I um pinpoint the moment where I was like, oh, I'm funny. Like the first nice. time I ever felt confident. And you felt that through your that. writing. Um, or just the people no, you were talking to. Gabbing. Nice. Gabbing with people. Wow. Yeah. Like it wow. was just this like confidence explosion, this really loving group of people. Um, I made a really good friend named Thea and she was like, I have a friend Katie who's going to be in LA. Like you have to meet them. You're going to love them. So I was kind of nervous for yeah. this beach day because I was like, pressure. I'm going to meet Katie. We got we're pressure supposed going to in. be really good friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because it's hard to, well, it's hard to in cat. Like that's why, that's why I think, uh, cause I, I must've said like, what would I know Macy from? And Justin says something like, you'll just meet them. And that's the perfect way the perfect way for me to get my introduction with you and Katie similarly, because it's like, it's just an energy thing and yeah. you know, right away you're like, okay, I can get along with this. Yeah. Person. Well, no. So I, I feel like, um, well, honestly, Hunter at first I profiled the shit out of you. Out I of me. Like, yeah. Well, I'm sure I was dressed like an absolute <laughs> douchebag. You were like wearing like, I believe like I, I believe I had a, I believe something. I had a Laker, a Kobe, yeah. a Kobe Jersey on bucket hat turned up. Yeah. Circular Quavo sunglasses, <laughs> chain and chest hair out. Well, like, Does that sound right? Yeah, Probably hitting a vape. Honestly, the picture exactly. I was like, oh my god, this dude this? sucks. But then within like a millisecond, I was like, like affronted by like a radiance. I was like, wait, who Aww. is this like ray of sunshine? <laughs> like so, like the best first impression ever. Honestly, I do remember. I remember just being like, what's up? And you were like, what's up? And yeah, I was like, ah, got it. So nice. Yeah. Got it. Easy, got easy it. to talk to. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. Um, so, and let me ask you, do you attribute that to being a Michigan thing at all? I do. I think, I think so. Because it just feels like when you meet a Michigan person, yeah, it's just a click. I think, I feel like, and I don't know if it's like Michigan or like Midwest, but, um, the, the internship I was doing out there too, like me and the other girl who's from like Wisconsin or something like (laughs) so tight. And like, I just feel like there's this, um, feels like there's like an openness and like just a like maybe like a friendliness and a willingness to engage i don't know if i don't i don't know what it is but i i do know that it is especially as i go other places it's really easy to connect yeah with other people yeah from, it's just like an in you know yeah. it's just like yeah totally we get it <laughs> you yeah. know like i don't know yeah. i don't know what it is but i found that um that's funny that you said that i i find <laughs> like especially in the summer <laughs> I'm fighting an uphill battle with meeting new people just because I love to dress like an asshole. Wait, I love it. No, don't yeah. change. Well, How I, I was, think it was like, also I like part of like because like there was a millisecond of like who the fuck is this, <laughs> and yeah. then I'm like oh shit, yeah. that is dope. Just <laughs> like, like we're gonna awesome. we're gonna be riffing. Yeah, yeah. Be riffing I, I think like looking. Um, I believe in kind of looking. Um, 
silly. I've had a lot of um, <laughs> ridiculous haircuts. Um, my senior year of high school, I really wanted to shave my head, which I ended up doing at Nelp, actually. Um, yeah. But in high school, I was that's like, why that's why I met you, shaved head. Yes, I was I was pretty bald at the time. Yeah. Um, but in high school, people were like, no, don't shave your head. And I was like, fine, I'll get a bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> you happy now. So I had a bowl cut. Like my whole senior, like I looked like coconut head. Um, and I remember talking to my brother who I'm very close with. And nice. um, he was like, there's something really good about walking outside and just knowing you look fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's free. Is. It's freeing. It's really freeing. And it, and it took a long time because I <laughs> I dipped my toe in the water of dressing stupid <laughs> as like a 14 year old because like, OK, so freshman year in high school, I'm five, six, two, 15. Right. I'm I'm huge. Yeah. And, I, and I have a shaved head as well. Perfect. Military buzz yeah. cut. <laughs> um, and I'm wearing like streetwear clothes. <laughs> I just look absolutely the stupidest you could possibly look. And and in high, like that was almost it's almost and this is going to sound weird, but it was almost in, it's similar to stand up in a way where I was like, like forcing myself to be like once I can get over being self-conscious of how mm-hmm. fucking stupid I look, then I'm going to have a lot of fun wearing whatever I want and not totally, caring. And I'm totally. really glad I'm reaping the benefits of that. Yeah. Now. No, it's it's huge. Um, <laughs> um, My boyfriend asked me, he was like, when I shaved my head, he was like, do you feel funnier? And I was like, I am yeah, funnier. Yeah. I'm actually way funnier dude, right I now. Dude, when I, that's what I, when I, I shaved the stash, dude, mm. when I get in stash <laughs> mode, I'm like, I'm at least one and a half times funnier right <laughs> yeah. now. I have to be. Look yeah. fucking look at me. Mm-hmm. And I and I like um what I've realized is I I really um I value because I've had times where I'm like, oops, I look really sexy right now. Like, ah, <laughs> Didn't mean to do that on whoops. you guys. <laughs> but I, I actually I really prefer um looking funny. <laughs> like yeah. I, I kinda I kinda act different and I think it makes yeah. me feel better. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent agree. And whenever I do like <laughs> first off, it's like um however sexy I can perceive myself totally depends on like w- like what room I'm in and oh, like what the yeah, lighting is. Yeah. So like <laughs> the lighting the so, like, it huge. sucks because I'll be like I'll finally feel like I'm like oh shit like okay I'm looking good right now. <laughs> I'm looking good. Check it in the phone. We're looking good. Walk out the door, dude. Catch myself in like the glass of the window. I'm like, oh shit. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, no. I better then, be yeah, funny today. Right, dude, I better be on my fucking game with the jokes. And then all night, you know, it's just messing it. And then if you wear a funny outfit, it's like Yeah, you're not you're not worrying about yeah. it. And then yeah. if someone thinks you're sexy in that, you're fucking yeah. you're all good to go. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> we got sidetracked there though. Yeah, but we met we met in LA and met that was really LA. fun. And we were we were gonna talk about um writing yeah so we only got to hang out like two days in la yeah we never got to play basketball really, together which oh is i'm pissed shame. we'll do that we'll do it's that it's definitely later. gonna happen yeah but uh then i left and everyone else got to keep hanging out and i pretended not to be jealous that i wasn't there um and we didn't you know we didn't you know we followed each other on instagram but we didn't talk and then uh september rolls around and i'm looking through the course uh the rosters of all my classes and i come across and I won't beat it to death because I kind of beat it to death <laughs> on the Lance episode. But I was talking about how Oliver was like Charlie and Charlie's Angels. And like instead of us applying, <laughs> I'm explaining a bit. Instead of us applying for the course, he came and sought us. Kind of yeah. like Nick Fury in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He assembled, he sort, assembled of a, us. sort of a uh, um, yeah, super team. Yeah, I would say so. The perfect group. 
The perfect room. <laughs> but I was really excited, and I wish we had fucking Katie here to I say know. whatever. Because it was so fun. I remember like walking into that room and like yes. I hadn't looked at the roster. I was like, <gasps> nice. What? You were surprised. That's right. You yeah. were surprised. It was and, amazing. Uh, I don't want to put you on blast, but you were usually the last person to walk. Oh into yeah. <laughs> no, that's just true. Yeah. But everybody, because me, Katie, and Lance all had different reactions on the first day of class. Because for me. Uh, I knew everybody. I knew oh. everybody in there except for Aiden Sack. I hadn't mm. met, and but Aiden was the only person I knew. Right, was and in that's the class. that's how yeah. Lance was because they had three ten together, mm. and Katie only really knew me and you. Mm. Um, but it was this weird thing. So so I yeah. So talk to me yeah. about about walking into that. <laughs> well, I I remember. Um, did I feel like Justin walked in after me? Maybe. I wish I had a more vivid memory of yeah. that first day, but that sounds about right. I think so. He but was, yeah, you're right. He was a trailer. Yeah, I think I think he was dead last, maybe. <laughs> um, but I remember seeing um, you, Lance, and Katie yeah. being like, yes! Whoa! But I didn't recognize Katie. Really? She had on makeup that she wasn't <laughs> wearing on the beach. And I'd only seen wow. her that one day on the beach. Yeah. And I was like... Who is she? Like she just seemed so cool, and I was like, yeah. and I swear, wait, 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 I know wait, yeah. Her. When did you when did you pick up on it? Like halfway through class? I think when like like when someone, someone was Katie. like, hi, Katie. I was like, okay, yes, like I knew. Yes. It. And then I felt so bad because I'd seen her at the beginning. I was like, oh hey, like are you in this class? Like okay, cool. <laughs> like just telling her like she was some like stranger. Right. And then at the end, I like when we were all walking out, I was trying to like cover my tracks yeah trying to overplay it yeah, uh, yeah. dude i've done that before dude <laughs> it's really hey what's up yeah. dude i do i've done that at, at mh producer meetings dude i did oh, that one yeah. dude. and then i'll be like hey uh, something i do all the time and and tell me what you think about that we're gonna take a quick tangent from from 411 i okay this probably isn't a secret to anybody i, I kind of smoke a lot of weed what my memory's not awesome <laughs> But I try, I tr- I think I do a decent job. I try my best to meet people, especially film people. I yeah. try to really uh, put that in the Rolodex. Meet and remember. It's so hard. It's really and hard. And I really struggle with it. Yeah. So, and I, and I love to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so something that I, that happened to me like four <laughs> times this year was I'll be like, night dude, nice to meet you. What's up? I'm Hunter. And just like. We've met. Ooh. No name. Not like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. Like, because because I've had that happen to me before. Of course I've had that happen yeah. Of course <laughs> I've had that happen to me before. And what I do when that happens is I introduce myself. Oh. I swallow my pride. Guess I didn't make a good enough impression last time around. That's on me. Yeah. I'll be more charismatic. I'm Hunter. Nice to meet yeah. you. Yeah. Never in my life, like to me, it's ludicrous. It's awful to put a person on the spot, especially if like, I don't know, either way, even if they're being nice to you or if you're going up to them, I think it's crazy to be like, we've met. Yeah. The guilt trip. Because how do you move forward from that? Yeah, What do you do next? Sorry. Yeah. I didn't remember. Yeah. It's tough. I feel like, um, (laughs) what are your thoughts on that? Well, I I think I've done that too. I think that's my knee jerk is the just reintroduce myself. Yeah. Um, and maybe I don't know. Maybe that's beta. No, uh, I feel like I. I think it's nice. I think it's way nicer than the yeah, it's. We've met. Sometimes yeah, it's crazy to me. I'll be like honest, but like jovial. Like, 
oh, you know, I think we actually met. I've, I've definitely done that before. Oh, yeah. you know what? We were at that party together. But I just like serendipitously remember it. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm easy. Oh, wait, you know what? That synapse fired. Actually, like, obviously, of course, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've known that since I laid eyes on you when yeah. I walked in. Yeah, I, I definitely play it cool, though. But never the... We've actually met three times. We've, yeah, and that one's really bad. I'm sorry. It's awful. All right. Back to 411. So um, I kind of fucking Lance a little bit. Told him his script was really good, which it is. It's really fucking it's good. It's really good. And it's one that I tell people. I, dude, about. that's what I told him. I'm like, bro, I've unprompted brought your script up to other people and, and it's not gone on about how i like it i tell them about it because yeah. like, i'll be in a party I'm like i know this guy lance. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hear about this crazy idea yet <laughs> and, I'm like, and i'm like trying to explain it and i'm like everyone has a gun <laughs> and people don't these i'm like you, you gotta talk to lance Dude, let me give you lance's <laughs> yeah, like, i like him like the champion oh. of his script dude i, I feel that I way too it. i love it um because it's so fucking awesome but yeah. <laughs> um but i do think every like i thought everyone had a script that was like fun fun yeah. to talk about like conceptually fun had legs and do you want to do you want to talk about your script yeah wait but also what i'm thinking about is um each person in that class yeah, such fun scripts i would get kind of fatigued in those conversations oh my God. sometimes yeah. Well, okay, so I have a lot of thoughts on a three-hour class in general. Yeah. And I will say, to 411's credit, that was the best. So so to kind of break it down to any potential listeners. To our listeners. Um, the screenwriting track starts at 210. That's like the, the open. There's, it's like 100 students, and you, you pump out like 15 pages over the course of a semester. Mm-hmm. Does that sound about right? Yeah, a bunch of little short yeah, little scenes. scenes. Yeah, you work yeah. out scenes. And then you are you have the TV track and the film track mm-hmm. from that where you can write a feature and then rewrite a feature. And then if you're lucky, write another, write another one. feature. Or you can write a spec script and then write your own. A spec script is a, an episode of an existing show. Mm-hmm. And then you can write your own pilot to a show. And then if you're lucky, you can maybe write another one and maybe have one of those I produced. I didn't know yeah, there was well, a write another one. Yeah, class. I believe there's another... Is there? I don't think. I think there's less TV classes. Yeah, no, you might be right. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they would be safe, but they're they're not. Um. So we were in four eleven, the pilot writing mm-hmm. class. Um. And where was I going with this? We're talking about like the three hour class. Yeah. And okay. Screenwriting track. So so I think to four eleven, the pilot writing's class credit. It used the three-hour chunk better than any of the other classes that I was in Mm. just because I felt like we made the most progress because I felt like in 310 and 410, there would be like, you know, week-long stretches where I would make no progress. Yeah. But in 411, I felt like I was making progress every week just by nature of what we were working on and the stage of the class. And I felt like we always always had stuff to talk about that was useful, which I didn't feel in the other classes. I just think... Especially like <laughs> writers, uh, film people who are, you know, I haven't looked at the numbers, but tend to skew newer divergent. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. general, dude, I just think the three hour block. It's tough. Was a lot. It's a lot. Well, it's okay. So it's interesting you say that because what I was thinking was, um, I was always really impressed by 
your endurance to talk about other people's scripts for yeah. that. And like there were times when I would just like tap out. I was like, it, sure. this person doesn't even want feedback. Yeah, like, well, I'm that, not gonna that's say the anything. worst when you like are giving in and you can just tell that they don't. Give yeah, a fuck I felt I felt like you never gave up on people, which was cool though. Um, but I actually felt like I really like to hear myself talk. <laughs> but you know what? You could have been. There's other people in that class that liked each other in class, <laughs> and they said less constructive things. <laughs> um, but that actually, for me, of all the screenwriting classes I took, was um, the toughest use of the three hour period. And I actually made the least progress. Because what was hard for me was getting feedback every week. Yeah. And some of the other ones. Um, you didn't get feedback yeah. every week. And there was, and for me, it was a lot easier to work when there weren't there wasn't all that these pressure of voices knowing, yeah, coming at me. What felt, what it felt like in um, 411 to me, it was like, I would have an idea and then I would get feedback and it was like, I couldn't write the next 10 pages. I just had to rewrite the last right. 10. And I actually kind of made like a record low amount of progress, but I also didn't take the spec class. It was the first TV oh, class. Oh, you got fast tracked in. into that. Mm -hmm. Well, so I, was I think un not used to it. You also had a little license to do that because so like you were working on a half hour script, mm -hmm. which comes out to like twenty two pages around. Yeah, I think I think I did thirty, but yeah, like some of you guys were writing like an hour. Right, and then, and and, yeah. and with the I didn't have to write with, as much. Yeah, right. With the feature class. You know, there was an expectation and that's probably I guess that's actually probably, again, a me thing mm -hmm. going back to that pressure thing where it was like you had to have 10 pages every week. Mm -hmm. Both of the scripts that I wrote in the feature classes were written an all nighter the mm -hmm. night before. I mean, I mean, not the entire thing. But in 310, I was at page 38 uh -huh. and wrote an all nighter to 120. Yep. And in 410, I was at. 45 and didn't all matter to 105 yeah yeah so i think that it was, pro it was probably me projecting the the progress every week thing right um but talk to me about your your project if you wish yeah oh wait i love because i loved it oh thank I did. you and it was and and the other thing to, not to cut you off again before we <laughs> jump into it but i i did feel like and it's not really a surprise but like everybody's script was so them totally and that's not always the case you sometimes you see people trying to write things that aren't them yeah and it's never good yeah and, and and you know people write things that are them that aren't good but i felt like we were on the right track on writing something that was in our hearts yeah well it was cool for me because i felt like um i all the like film scripts i'd written in college they were always like dramas you yeah, know yeah. like in like these really like intense movies about like people who were sort of like older than me often um and th so this one w it was like a children's animated show um and um i don't know, it's it's like a it's like a part of myself that um i often don't tap like, into tap into like ever you know so it was really fun to well you have it. you have this whimsy about you yeah right you yeah. have this like i i think of it as like a play like you have kind of a childlike playful energy to you is oh, that unfair awesome. to say no I, I i buy it but like to like i think uh, the way i view myself i often really try to kind of um like suppress that and i'm like 
actually very tough. (laughs) But that's what's so cool about the show you wrote was because on its surface, it was like this whimsy, fun cartoon that had all these like fun looking characters. But it did have this, you know, dark side. Very dark. Um, I pitched it as Manchester by the Sea for kids, Um, which is awesome. (laughs) which I I had a lot of fun. saying. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Just like horror, like a child experiencing like horrible family tragedy and like um it kind of being their fault but like exploring that in like a really um whimsical way um yeah i just i just had a blast with it and and i think actually another reason why this class was hard for me was that it was a pitch class and i didn't so hard so hard like anxiety inducing and what i didn't realize was the hook of my story was like oh, and my dad actually died. Like, I can relate to this. And, like, I actually feel really guilty about it. And then I have crazy dreams about it. And that's what this is. Having to Yeah, dude. It's like, holy shit, this is a lot of emotion I got to bring out. Yeah, and I never, I hadn't really um, ever, like, given myself, like, the room to kind of think about that as, like, a huge emotional thing for me, which I guess is, like, crazy. and but not not really crazy yeah like it's it's i guess like human human yeah and in grief like there's no rules Um, yeah but i was for i was surprised by how taxing it was to um have to have to sell that story it's like whatever like hollywood guy would be like oh my god yeah because we would have we'd have industry professionals that had mission connections come back and students would pitch their shows to them yeah and and so like my dumb ass is like oh, i love sports <laughs> and <laughs> justin's awesome. like don't you love summer camp <laughs> and then and but and i will and i know it was taxing on you because i could you know i could see it and it like but it was a really effective pitch well, that's the thing i was like i know it's good though aiden yeah. cracked me up i love aiden yeah. um, aiden's like one of like my favorite friends, um, because she just like says stuff to me that's like straight shooter that Aiden said. Straight shooter, <laughs> no bullshit there. And I remember one of the times we um had um one of the Hollywood producers come in, and um it was lucky because I asked him about his dad. He was like, "Well, my dad passed." And I was like, oh, he's "Yeah, gonna love yeah, this. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got you. Yeah, you <laughs> uh, but still, it was like emotionally hard yeah, to right. kind of talk about that with a stranger. We were all walking out talking about the pitches with pitches went and Aiden was like well I mean you you have that dead dad card and it does do <laughs> I was like okay but I was like yeah she's yeah. she's right you know like it was um it was effective and um since since that happened and that was my junior year um when he died like it's it's in all of my scripts yeah. like I, I keep writing about it and I assume I will probably is it, do you is it therapeutic to you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely because, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I know I grieve him differently mm-hmm. than my family does. Um, mm-hmm. cause to me he was kind of an antagonist sometimes, yeah. whereas like, yeah. they're like, we love Marcus, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay, right. like we do, like with some conversations. Yeah, um, dude, but it's fucking dad. Yeah, yeah, totally. So for me, like, um, it, the, the, I, I like credit like the screenwriting program as like saving my life. Like wow. it was like it was honestly like my only outlet Whoa. for those feelings. I felt like I couldn't share with other people, like so therapeutic, but, and also so hard, you know, like yeah, um, dude, ta- taxing was, was the best word, really taxing to have to revisit Draining. that. But I am, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with revisiting it, you know, like, so I, I'll probably keep doing it till I'm tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> till you feel, yeah. So kind yeah. of closure. <laughs>
But I guess to uh, to lily pad leap lily. <laughs> no, that's normal. <laughs> I'm sorry, Macy. I want to go loop back just a little bit to transition into the next thing. Mm. So that's a figurative sorts. Mm. Lily pa- for a anyone lily pad taking leap. notes, it's a lily pad yeah. leap frog. <laughs> lily pad it's a lily pad leap frog. That's the new name of the show, <laughs> lily pad leap frog. I want to talk about your playful whimsy mm. and how much of that do you think played a part, or was it total nepotism? <laughs> In becoming the director for the 423 project, Boys and Husbands. Oh, that's just like the funnest thing I've ever done. Boys and Husbands. I am. It's interesting. And I meant to bring this up sooner, but I didn't want to like totally uh, <laughs> love bomb you or anything. But there are people. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Go no, ahead. It's okay. There are people at this school that I'm friends with um, that I'm also like legitimately a fan of. Mm. I feel the same way. You've heard the term exhibiting fan behavior. (laughs) (laughs) I like saying stuff like that. Um, It's something that I find myself doing a lot. And two of the people that I find myself doing, and it's not those fuckers. No, it's not. That will will not be named. Uh, Two of the people I find myself doing it a lot for are you and Nicole Winthrop. Mm. And that has a lot to do with boys and husbands, um, which is like, you know... I threw my flowers at Lance for Deadbeat already enough. <laughs> Boys and Husbands like is up there. It, it's the best student made thing I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. So I want to know, first of all, how far back you go with Nicole. Oh yeah, um, Nicole is is such a special friend for me. Um, because we don't go that far back at all, actually. Yeah. Um, so it was so it was actually um, I think it was maybe the first or like second Christmas without my dad. And it was just like, it was Christmas Eve. I was at Target with my mom and I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, like, so down I the feel dumps. bad. I yeah. feel bad right yeah. now. <laughs> I did not feel good. Um, and I had just started dating a mod in Comco. And nice. so it was like, I was all of a sudden sort of Comco adjacent, right, you know, right. um, and and NBC and Comco used to have a, a feud. I was going to say, because I, I, I felt like because it's been very in the last year has been very simpatico. Totally. totally. Very sh- uh, synergizing. Yeah. But I do remember some beef there. At, at there one was point. crazy beef. Like when I joined the club, um, um, we called them like Copco and like <laughs> <laughs> they were feds, dude. They oh were yeah, well they're feds. complete like because they're funded, so they're like total feds, and we're like oh, so and you like, guys are like the rebels, vigilantes, nice. the rebels. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they're fucking Copco, and I yeah. hate their mm, anyway. Yeah. No, just kidding. Love. Um, so, <laughs> um, but so <laughs> Wait, I actually have something for them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Um, but it was Christmas Eve. I was totally down in the dumps. Um, and Nicole DM'd you on Instagram. She's like, hey, w- would you like to be friends? <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Okay. Really quick. Uh, the first time I met Nicole, I only knew Nicole as Ben's girlfriend mm-hmm. for like a year and a half. And then at the Imagination Party, uh, rap and uh, festival party last year, mm. like 12 months ago, uh, I just like was talking to Nicole on the porch and like we said we maybe like did like a bit or something and mm-hmm. then she was like huh you're cool we should be friends next yeah. year and then she like left and walked away that's awesome she's amazing that's yeah that's exactly so she hits that dm let's be friends she hits that dm let's be friends and like 
I like I remember like telling my mom I was like oh, I just got the coolest text ever because I exhibited crazy fan behavior yeah. for Nicole because like I'd seen her in shows um and I'd like heard people talk about her um like I'd heard a mod talk about her yeah. he was like she is like the funniest person oh my I god know. dude I saw her when the first time I saw her do stand up I was like yeah. oh, fuck she, I, she I'm actually it. bad at this yeah. I'm actually bad. <laughs> Like I like she's a, a force, you know. Yeah. Um. So that was like a really exciting um text. Yeah. And um. Then we like got coffee. Started hanging out one time. Um. And it was like I, I don't know. It was like really um. And wait, and this is like last year. Last year. Yeah, last year. So really new friends. <laughs> um. And it was like this really like high energy. Like hi. Like where are you from? Yeah, How many right. siblings do you have? You know. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like a fucking well, like a pug kind of. Yeah. Really, just like. What's up? What's up? Really What's crazy up? energy. Yeah. We were both like drinking cold brew, like yeah, just getting <laughs> fucking wired. Yeah, yeah. I'm caffeine. But I, I don't know if um she felt this. I, th- I think we. It's a mutual feeling. But like, I think we kind of like clocked each other. And we're like, wait, like we both do improv. Like yeah. we're both film majors. Like why aren't why why aren't we friends? And why then, haven't we been hanging out? Why haven't yeah. we been hanging out? Yeah. Um. And then I remember like in LA, like we had this like internship panel or something, and like um people would like the like guests who would come in would be like tell me what your favorite tv show is and um nicole was like oh my favorite shows are fleabag and pen 15 and i was right after and i was like those are, those are my favorite shows. Yeah, i was gonna say that <laughs> fuck i don't yeah. want to be stealing <laughs> yeah but it was just like always these moments of like i yeah. think like creatively we're on the same wavelength we're here. really on the same wavelength um okay cool yeah and so that was discussed Probably it was just like, oh shit, we like all the same things. Totally, like we should, we should. We are going to collaborate. Oh, let's let's hang out. But but we're going to collab. I think that was. It was kind of of unspoken. Like well, like if we're hanging out, eventually we're gonna make something together. Exactly. Um, and um, then we took the sketch comedy class together. Four oh three. Yeah, and we made a ton of stuff together. We love Terry Sarah so damn much. She gets the full applause track. Yeah. Friend of the show. That's awesome though. You guys had a good group. Not quite as good as our group. Yeah, but you had a good group. <laughs> no, we had a fun group. Um, and we had a lot of fun together. Um. And did you like direct anything that she had written in that, or just like just being on the same sets a bunch? Um, I had her. I had her act in something I had written. Um, we we actually mostly acted in each other's nice. stuff. I don't. I, oh, I, I directed one thing, maybe, I directed one thing, two things that I had her act in, never, like, I'm probably, yeah, like, a little bit, but it wasn't much, but it was more just, like, being in the same room, yeah. having fun. Matching energy yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but I remember when um, I saw that her script had been chosen yeah. for 2023. Because I think we were, like, I think we were, like, everyone was in a room, like, a lot of film people were together mm. when the 423 news came out. Because mm. I, I, maybe I'm, maybe it was, like, a day or two after, but I remember, like, being in a room with, like, like, you, mm. and I remember, I, maybe this is a dream yeah, I had. Yeah, I can't, and, I Like, Lance this. was there, too, and I remember, like, directors being discussed and being, like, mm. what was, but it was, like, Nicole was, like, well, Macy's gonna direct mine. Like Whoa. Macy's gonna direct mine. Yeah, that must have that must have been later on because when I first read it, I really wanted to be Gracie. Oh, yeah, I, and I was like, oh, this is such an amazing role. Like, I want to. You went good at that too. Well, you know, at that time I didn't have the hair for it because I was still. Like, <laughs> I was like, I actually that hadn't I even occurred to me. I was like, I can't play. I could have got hair and makeup in on that. Yeah, like I got you a wig, wig or something. Maybe um, that would have been a really fun role. Yeah. Um, but as I was reading it, it was just like one of the best student scripts I'd ever read, and I was like. They're 
fucking idiots if they don't get this shot. It's tight, dude. <laughs> it's like, it's like the jokes. The There's, jokes are there, and like it's I, really tight. And I've never been uh, uh, a teenage girl. Mm. But it's like, relatable. but I was like, damn, dude, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I fucking feel, I can yeah. feel in it. And yeah, like structure yeah. hits everything. Yeah, it's it's awesome. No, it, it's so good. Um, And I just like immediately felt really like protective over it. And I was like, oh, like I would hate I would hate to, to see someone to mangle see someone this mangle. It. And I just I just had all these ideas uh. for it. And I was like, if they don't do this, I'll be so mad. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and so then I was like, oh, I, I really want to direct yeah. it. That's probably. And, what, and what was your experience like with direct? Because you had never directed anything of that scope. Before. Not of that. Not many scope. people had. But like, yeah. what had you been directing? Um, I honestly, I I feel lucky because um, I, I had actually a bit of directing experience because um, I started directing stuff my freshman year. The year before, I, like, directed my first, like, 20-minute movie. Oh, damn. Okay. So, yeah. You, so, you, yeah. Um, And then that summer, so, um, I said earlier my mom was an actress, and she was yeah. also, um, oh, I totally failed to mention this when you were asking me about, like, high school stuff. My mom was the high school play director. Oh, you did fail to yeah, mention that. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I got I got roles did in that, the play. Okay, <laughs> did that make it harder? For, did you feel like, was your mom like, I'm not going to fucking take it easy on you because you're my kid? Or no. was it like, you're getting this fucking It was like, nice. it was like, Macy, what role do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's crazy nepotism. I love um, it. But my mom and I worked really hard and like before like yeah. each like musical audition which was a different director which like i really didn't get much for but <laughs> we would work like two weeks on prepping that audition and i learned so much about directing nice. from that because um she she was really um she's really good at working with actors yeah. um and like say what you want about high school theater but like i i think my mom is a really good director um sure. So I don't have anything to say about it. A lot, a lot of people do. I, I do. I do. High school theater is fucking crazy. Um, but, um, she was the summer before, two summers before maybe she, um, she started putting on her own plays at our family's cafe and she let me direct a scene. Um, and so I learned a lot about like working closely with actors from that. Um, and so I think, um, I think with with directing, um, I, I went in with a lot of like confidence. Nice, because um, I've I've been on a lot of student sets and yeah, I've been on a lot where I mean we don't we don't really do a lot in the film program about like how to work with actors. Dude, we talked about that with Lance too, and I think it's an absolute travesty yes. that the only like bridge between the acting majors and the film program is four twenty three. Mm-hmm. Like we need to we we should start utilizing it's that bad. talent yeah. in two ninety. Exactly, exactly, and there's. There's so every so many people want to be directors, and you learn yeah. you learn a lot about like moving a set yeah. and directing a crew, but we really don't oh, learn yeah. a lot about Talking directing actor. actors. And and we t- we said this too, like as much as I love all of the film people that get in front of a camera because we can't mm-hmm. find actors, yeah. it's like <laughs> it's not always we it. We can't act. But but also what I will say is like, uh, but maybe if you had a really skilled director. You could. you could bring it out of it. Yeah. And I don't think it's a blanket rule. I just, it's like when we have people that like, because like actors are, it is a fucking, they like, that's, they work at that shit. They don't mm-hmm. just show up and oh, yeah. read lines. Like, 
yeah. you can tell when you get a trained actor, yeah, not just on screen. Different. You can tell like as soon as they walk in, like when, how they're handling their business. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh, okay, we got an actor here, totally. which you know comes with its other things. But I mean, I mean, it can. But I, I think um, so I acted in four twenty three two years before interesting directing what was, it. What project was that? Flux. Okay. Okay, Jesse Krugel mentioned it. Yeah, oh, that's where I met Jesse. On set, yeah. Oh, he was, I've never, I mean, that was a room where he was really shiny. <laughs> he was so beloved. Like, we were obsessed with him. And that, he's just <laughs> one of those dudes that, like, gets in a room, scan it. Uh-huh. All right, we're doing rounds. Yeah. Like, Jesse's doing rounds. Yeah. And I don't think it's a conscious thing. I just mm-hmm. think he's got that golden retriever mentality, totally. too. Where it's like, let's. Let's yeah. go around. He made that such a happy set. Like I honestly That's awesome. contribute a lot of it to him. And I want to commend I um well I did get cut from Boys and Husbands. I and know. I would love to see my footage from that. <laughs> it's it's in the blooper reel. Is it really? <laughs> I would love to get that. Um but on the two and a half hours I was on set, I was like, well, I've never been on a student set like this. A, I had never been on, on a student set with that scope mm-hmm. i felt like there were more people it was big there were more people moving around than i'd ever seen before but beyond that everybody like had a, everybody was doing something uh-huh. that didn't just like look like busy workers like everyone had a purpose yeah and and this was the real remarkable thing <laughs> everyone seemed happy yeah. <laughs> i was looking around yeah. here i was like no one's like asleep or like looks miserable mm-hmm. and everyone's like jovial. Everyone has like someone to talk to. Um, and I, and I attribute, you know, a lot of that to the way that you run a set. Well, thank you. Um, well, I, um, I, I attribute that to, um, a lot of the very careful choices. Yeah. Okay. Let's that talk about that a little went bit. Went into picking, um, that is a huge thing. And you have to, yeah. you really have, cause there's so many talent, you know, you can find talent, mm-hmm. but dude, talent doesn't get along yeah. with everybody. It's yeah. mi- it's awful. Well, um, so the summer before, um, Ahmad and I talked about really wanting to make a movie together, um, because we felt like we had this incredible resource of um both of our improv teams. We're like, we have at our disposal like about like 24 people like brilliant performers brilliant performers really funny people who love each other like mm-hmm. capital l love each other yeah. and are really willing to help out um the film i made before boys and husbands which was like the 20 minute thing was called witches um it's partly okay, animated um, so it's not done yet because we've been animating forever um but the goal with that was never um, a good end result. But like the project of it was like, how can we make the funnest set ever? Nice. So like a lot of um, That's awesome. care and attention went to that because sets just work better when people are happy. having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so so what we did was um, we just picked all of our friends, <laughs> you know, like um, so Jocelyn, Nicole and I. Mm-hmm. Um, Four or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like so many people from that sketch class like. um People were really, really talented. Um, Brought a mod on for camera. Yeah, so talented, so exceptional fun to with be the camera, him. dude. Really, Makes things really look good. unreal. Yeah, no, he's he's great. And then him um, combined with Johannes, who just oh yeah, is that like, dude. His <laughs> technical skill and his willingness to try things. Flexible, dude. That he's flexible. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, and yeah, he's got the eye. Mm-hmm. Really good. So just it was kind of like good you could really trust good everyone. Team. Like oh, and Jonah. 
Jonah is... Sobchak was on that set? Yeah, he was the AD. And I... I oh, pra- that's right. That's right. I knew that. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And I practically begged him to because I was yeah. like, I know you're like directing your thesis right now. Like, I, I Yeah, actually, he's been so busy. Yeah, and he's like overpowered. You know, I'm like, you're this amazing director, but you're also the best assistant director I've he ever met. He is the best yeah. at the soft firm touch dude mm-hmm. he is the best at seeing because he directed a couple of i need to be held things that, oh. I, that I acted in wait which ones he he directed um prison <laughs> prison wait, cafeteria you did I oh that's that awesome that's awesome <laughs> um <laughs> and he directed uh one with the hive mind guys that hasn't come out yet oh cool and you know on those sets it's i imagine similar to an improv room where like mm-hmm. camera goes off the bits don't stop like yeah. you keep fucking going <laughs> and jonah was the best at coming in and being like hey guys um yeah let's go <laughs> yeah dude so in? good at that yeah uh, awesome guy to have on set. yeah no he's great um so yeah and talk just, to me about everyone was great talk to me about directing the the nicole whose brainchild this was yeah well so i um i practically begged her to be I remember in it. that because I well and I don't mean to cut you off but I remember no. um uh Nicole like being like I, I want to cuz I had read it I had mm-hmm. read the script and I was like you're playing the fucking main character Everyone who knew Nicole and read the script said so you're Hallie this right is you. Everyone knew it was her And I remember her being like mm, I don't know Rayer <laughs> and Jim don't want me to do it and I and this was we must have bumped into her leaving 411 or mm-hmm. something dude cuz you were like no you're going to you're yeah. play Allie. Yeah. and she's like i don't know and i was like well, can you talk to jim or something you're like well, we're gonna talk to jim yeah obviously we're gonna talk to jim about yeah this. so so we did um i ended up like like writing a persuasive essay <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> and nice. having two different like no i wrote i wrote two persuasive essays <laughs> and i had like an, a meeting with jim just nice. like um so you did have to to fight a little fight bit. Fight real honestly hard. really hard. Damn. Yeah. Um and I remember when I first told them I was like, and we will be casting Nicole. She was in the room and they laughed. They like <sighs> and I was like, not nice. Yeah, don't laugh. Yeah, rude. Yeah. <laughs> um but their their thing was did, how did Nicole react to that? <laughs> she was just like, oh, fuck. She, no, she's just always so like humble. Nice. Yeah. She's like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, like, probably so nice. Yeah, probably. no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she was always social because they would always talk to her first mm-hmm. um, when they were like, you can't do this. She was right. like, no, of course, of course. And then they would talk to me and I was like, <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want her to do it so yeah. bad because um, she was she was right for it. She need. I mean, it, it was her. She needed to. And it was yeah. her story. Exactly. She's gonna bring it to life. And um, my my biggest thing with it, I was like, this script is, is really really good. Um, and the most, I, but I pen fifteen exists. Mm-hmm. I've seen middle school stories before. The most unique thing about the script is Nicole's voice. Yeah. And there's no better way to bring it out than have her do it. Than to have her do it, you know, because um, that is something I've never seen anyone do before. Like I don't know anyone who talks and thinks like nicole oh. yeah like the just the way yeah the cadence of mm-hmm. every line yeah. is nicole it's completely unique it's completely nicole um because i think her i think part of her sense of humor stems from being like that awkward middle schooler <laughs> and getting out of things by yeah. like just being funny and like oh exactly um yeah and i was always just like no no one's gonna like do awkward in this better than yeah. you you know um so yeah having her be in it was um and Huge. were you able to, would you, did you feel like you operated an efficient set with everyone being so close and having fun? Yeah. You, you made good time? Yeah. Well, what, what I 
I said to her, I was like, you know, regardless of um, whether or not you're in this, and I want you to be in it. You should be. Um, but I need you to be on set. Yeah. Um, Which is that? Is that kind of optional for the writers? <coughs> What's kind of yeah? Four twenty three. When I was an actor, the writer was never there. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's totally optional. And I really wanted her there because she had such a strong vision. Yeah. But also just because Nicole makes rooms fun, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, if you can like be the vibe director yeah. and just make sure everyone's having a good yeah. time, then I can, I can like, handle the technical. I can handle the technical stuff, you know, and like just make sure things are happening. And that's that's exactly what happened. I definitely felt that coming yeah. through for sure. Man, I do. I do wish I got to uh, be more part of that. Yeah, it was, it was so much fun. It was really fun. Um. Yeah, it was it was like it was kind of um a crazy unique experience in like efficiency and smoothness and it like had its bumps. And it's I feel like it's just so rare because I've had I've had sets where everyone is like friends mm-hmm. and gets along. And I've had sets that are that and they're efficient. Mhm. Doesn't necessarily turn into the greatest product, you know? Yeah. But you guys hit the trifecta. Yeah. Where no one was miserable. I think, and <laughs> we've we, nobody has told us that yeah. they were miserable, <laughs> and and you made good time and mm-hmm. made deadlines, and it was fucking awesome. I just think Thanks. that's so yeah. well. I wasn't so rare. I wasn't sure about um the product because honestly, I haven't I haven't made many things where um I thought the product was good. It was like awesome. Yeah, yeah, like I I think I'm pretty confident in making sure a set runs well and yeah. feels good to be on, but I'm not confident in making a good. Because there's so many factors in a student film, especially yeah. from like, especially from shoot, like I mean, from the start to the end, but from shoot yeah. to like screening a thing, yeah, so much shit can get butchered. Yeah, I think that's where like the technical genius of a lot of other people and <gasps> so kind of cool. a, a, for me at least, an unprecedented amount of like time put into like I've never spent so long looking at a shot list. Yeah. I've never spent so long in rehearsals. Like we were all a little neurotic mm-hmm. about and it preparing. paid off yeah and uh i want to give a quick shout out to somebody that I, i've only met like once on that set mm. but who i'm also like kind of becoming a, a fan of which is josh chad yeah yeah i knew you were gonna say josh yeah, chad. Dude. he's a master I mean, and, and he were and he's fucking working on everything he worked so hard yeah i mean he just scored our our independent study just really? like on a win oh, yeah. jake reached out to him and was like we score this he's yeah. like yeah, yeah no he's what the fuck it's like easy for him yeah he loves it and he's like addicted to it. Yeah. Um, and it was something I really appreciated was he was our onset sound recorder, our yeah. sound editor, and our composer. That's, that's crazy. That's <laughs> so, like, crazy. So immersed in the film. So like I never really had to like um, tell him like no, that's not yeah. the vibe of the film because he knew he got it. He was there. And it's for all and of it. it sounds it sounds so awesome. Yeah, well, all of it. Student film. I think the downfall of student <sighs> filmmaking is sound. Almost always. It's hard. It's hard to find people who are um, passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, that care about it. That's yeah. what Lance was saying. And they got lucky with my buddy. And do you know Kevin? Kevin oh, Alfaro Ortiz. I love. Wait, 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 wait. I know. Um, I thought you were saying Kevin Lazaro. Oh, he he ran posts for them. Also mm. a great guy. Kevin Alfaro Ortiz was their sound oh, guy no, who I've met through MS. I um I see him on Instagram and yeah. I I have a feeling that I wish I was his friend. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. That feeling is correct. <laughs> but but he was like we we didn't have a sound like we didn't have a sound, we didn't know what we were going to do for sound and Whoa. then they got Kevin mm. and so it's just is he an awesome sound guy. 
Yeah, he is because he'll do whatever's asked of him, mm. which is what I love about him. I he's an associate producer for Image, cool, and he's just now sinking his diving fully into the film thing. So I produced his writing and directing debut. Oh, cool! And then he was like, "This was my first set. I want to get on set more." I was like, "Great, you're an audio guy now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like we brought him on audio for our thing, and then once he started meeting more people that knew him as an audio guy, he just uh-huh. started getting grabbed for audio for sets, yeah. and he's. I don't know if he loves to do it, but he's too nice of a guy and he likes being on set too much yeah, to be like, I don't want to do it. being on set. It's like, yeah. like I, I always loved whenever um, I would do audio. My thing was, I, it just, I was like, I don't think I'll ever get good at this, you right. know? And it was unclear to me how to be yeah. good at it. So I'm, I'm always really impressed when um, people like understand yeah. it, you know? I'm trying to get better with fucking audio. I don't yeah. know. But it's, I'm, it's just so rare, I feel like, to get someone... Ava does all three of those things. Yeah. <laughs> does them well and yeah. loves it and is happy to do it. Loves it's so it. awesome. Yeah. He spent like crazy amounts of time um, in the editing room and something that was really awesome was um, um, one day we, we were in the editing room. Maybe it was like the night before um, the Lightworks premiere. Um, Josh invited his friend Matt Snell, who I'd yes. never met. Um, I've only run into him in passing. He he's he reminds me of Josh in the in the way that like he's just like obsessed with filmmaking, yeah. you know. Um, and so Matt like had never been on our project. Like, yeah, like what are you guys doing? And then he ended up just like um, majorly helping us with our credits. Like he just yeah. started working on the film, and I and I was just like, I, I I was like, it was not a surprise for me that like he runs with Josh Chaps. I'm like, <laughs> you guys are just like, you're both locked in. You're so locked in. Yeah, yeah it was it was really cool. That's awesome. And the soundtrack is out on streaming now, yeah? On is it May 19th? Oh, no. it might be the 18th. Two By the time this comes out, 19th. it'll be out. It'll be on the 19th. Yeah. By the time anyone is listening to this, go stream the yeah. original Boys and Husbands <laughs> soundtrack on Spotify, it's on awesome. Apple Music, on YouTube Music, on Google Play Music, on Amazon Music, on Tidal. It's awesome. Well, we were really worried at first um that we weren't going to have enough for Josh to do because he wanted to do a lot. <laughs> and I was like, this is like an awkward comedy. Like, yeah. I don't think it's going to have like major swells, dramatic swells. swells. Yeah, I was like, I think it's going to be kind of quiet because yeah. it's like awkward. Um, But then when he was, when we got the idea that um, Josh was going to write original songs yeah like every song you hear like at the school dance <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, dude. it's, like it's all him it's so cool it. yeah it's like he's rapping and all everyone on our sound team yeah. sings or raps that's so one awesome of the songs. that's so awesome it's and really it's like cool. and i do think it's so big in giving it the music is so big in giving it the heart it has mm-hmm. because like it could have been a really funny well-made thing that missed the emotional mark mm-hmm. but i think like like Community was always the best of that with me because mm. like, Ludwig Garanson, the guy that produces Childish Gambino mm. stuff, did all the music for Community. Whoa, I didn't know that. And I think it's such a huge part of what gives that show like the the heart that yeah. it has is like those little you know little music. Beats. No, it's major. I mean, it like tells you how to feel yeah. like um the scene where like Ernest proposes to Hallie. Like I always <laughs> thought it was funny, and then Josh put this like Lord of the Rings yeah. sounding like score to it mm-hmm. and we were like you're like wait this is like really nice it's like yeah. romantic and, and, like, and wait and talk to me about Ernest, the oh, actor because i had never seen that guy before he's awesome so that's hayden steiner okay big name to improv look out for. improv guy not um so um he's a freshman so okay. he wasn't an, Damn. so he auditioned for boys and husbands he was the first audition submitted um Damn. and he completely set the tone like 
his character like wears a fedora and like dances like a freak so he began his audition (laughs) by dancing to like billy jean with like a fedora on we were like this guy is fucking crazy he might be it yeah he might be it but we were we were scared because like i'd said like our kind of principle was like let's make sure our friends are on this and we know we don't know this fucking guy we don't know he was the only guy like we didn't know um and then we were like well he's perfect so we're gonna cast we're gonna cast him and then yeah he auditioned for nbc like two weeks later and and he's on God, yeah, and, nice. and he's great. And so then Funny. that now he knows everyone, right. too. And then just being in rehearsal, it's, he's there with all his friends. That's awesome. Know? And that's the great part about this is plugging, seeing people get plugged in and then like seeing them hang out with people that yeah. like you, you're like, oh, I yeah. made, made you guys meet. <laughs> uh, and awesome. I also want to shout out uh, Joe Gailey. Yeah. That dude cracks me the fuck Joe's up. Joe's so funny. He's Very funny. so funny. And um. He, he might have been my favorite part of, of that. <laughs> he plays the most popular boy. Um, yeah. Jace. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, J- Jace, casting Jace felt like, um, was, was actually the hardest role to cast. Um, cause it was just like a crazy, like to me, I felt like a huge responsibility and like I, and we have a chance to like depict the most popular boy Interesting. in school. Like, who is that? Cool. And something we wanted was, um, we wanted Jace to be queer. Okay. And I don't think that um reads in the film, and it didn't need to. But um, but Joe's queer. Um, and we were like, I don't know, like, oh, <laughs> 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 wait, how is that? That was crazy. It's a different queer representation in the most popular person yeah, in school. Yeah, um, we wanted him to be queer, um, and like, and yeah, and Joe, he he played a really he played the most popular boy in um the I Need to Be Held sketch. Yeah, um, right, right, right. And he was so reinforced by him. Good. He has such a great smug, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit look. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It's really good, and it's like um. And honestly, like we we worked really hard on um, that performance because Joe isn't cool. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in in the macro, nobody on that set is cool. No one was cool. Everybody's a nerd. Yeah, everyone's such a nerd. And like making him like, (laughs) and I had I had to talk to him so much about posture. Yeah. Um. Like. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's. I mean, he can be kind of strippy. Like, um, something I noticed about him just the other day is like when Joe like asks for something. Um, he stands like this. <laughs> oh, hey, do you guys, can we actually can go, we go somewhere, go somewhere else? <laughs> you know, I was just like, Joe, it's okay to want things. Um, <laughs> Stand up, man. We had to talk, and he's very stiff, you know? And, <laughs> and Jace, his big moment is his strut down the hallway. Right. Which that I, which, walk. So that must have been direction from you, because that played. Yeah, we worked really nice. hard on it. That's it was, awesome. Like, it's not Joe. Like, that's right. Jace, we had, you know? Nice, dude. I love that. Like, he that. was awesome. Like, it was so fun working with him. Like, um, like he always, like, had so much, like, like deep thinking about Yeah, about the character. What would the character do? Because I've heard that uh, one of the favorite lines of the show, at least in, in our <laughs> role in the screening, which I've heard is improv, is they're, all of the cool kids are sitting in the back of the classroom, and one of Jace's buddies says, hey, Jace, what are you doing after school? And he gives a cool, he goes, I don't know, probably vaping. <laughs> <laughs> it's so and it's funny. awesome. Yeah, and they, and they just, like, did that. Yeah, but he was, like, so, everyone was, like, so immersed in the character. Um, 
and on the first day we all met um i met with all the actors and we just talked about like what we were like in middle school nice and i felt like i did the jackpot because everyone was so similar nice to their character like especially really? hayden he was like yeah well because the thing about like Ernest is like he's a total nerd but he has he's zero confident. insecurities he's, confident. he's so confident yeah which it's such a cool character yeah well Nicole Nicole wrote it's so wild how all characters. these middle school characters I was like oh wait wait there's like like legitimate depth here yeah are these all these characters so so much depth to all of them um yeah, and Hayden, he was like, no, I had a really fun time in middle school. Um, I was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was like, perfect. Like, keep that. <laughs> Got it. Good. Next. Yeah, right, let's keep it going. It was awesome. And, and then Miles was like, oh, I was, oh, was Miles was going to ask about Miles. He next. was like, I was a total dick in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> um, Did he need much coaching on his athletics? Because you let him go. Because I was there. I walked in as they were, as they started rolling on his talent show scene. Mm-hmm. And you let him go for like five minutes. Yeah. Like, so that was um that was something um we did in rehearsal with um him and Nicole. Um and it said like in the script the whole time, like Miles shoots or MacArthur shoots <laughs> baskets or whatever. Yeah. Um right, right, right. right but um he had the idea that like he goes so hard and he like never scores, <laughs> you know. Um Miles actually had the least amount of rehearsal time. Okay. Um he was really busy the natu- oh, okay. senior year. And and honestly, like he fit had the it. role. Like yeah, he was acting in other work. things, right. Yeah. It was like oh. senior year like showcase yeah. stuff for like acting majors. Um and and he approached me, he was like I want to be MacArthur. I was like, okay. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but you're I was on. like, you're, you're, you, yeah. And was that'll it, work. Was it, was it Jason MacArthur that has that awesome moment in kickball where he just fucking rocks <laughs> that whole run? Is it Jace, dude? <laughs> That's the thing. I keep coming back to all these scenes that might be my favorite because doesn't he, he says something? <laughs> And then turn around and rips a home run. Yeah, he breaks up with Hallie yeah, on behalf right, of MacArthur. Right. She goes, "Can I at least talk to him?" He goes, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, and that was such a thing. Breaking up and asking out on behalf of your friends because you're too to scared. Me. I happened got, to me. Yeah, oh, it was awful. Did you get? <laughs> no, I guess I. I don't know. Well, no, did I, you I, do I never the got. Favor I never got dumped. For somebody, did you dump your somebody for one of your friends? Yeah, I did. You did in seventh grade. Oh. I dumped. <laughs> I believe I dumped Carson Habits on behalf of Sierra Heilman, but it might go the other way around. Oh, yeah. And I might have to believe. No, they're not going to watch it. Yeah, they might. They're not going to fucking watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I did try to ask someone out through my friend once. It didn't work. Yeah. Well, Surprise, shockingly, it didn't yeah. work. Why didn't that work? <laughs> it is scary. That's, <laughs> that's really ultimately scary. why I didn't do it. I think I went to the bathroom while he was yeah. asking. I am in middle school. I am. It was so, there were so many middlemen. Um, I got a boyfriend without ever having <laughs> spoken to him. <laughs> and it wasn't even like someone asked about Warren Beckford. It was like, you and Will are dating. And I was like, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wait, Will C did? What the fuck? It was crazy. <laughs> and then we never even spoke when we broke up because his friend did it for him. What happened? Well, the relationship wasn't going well because we never spoke. <laughs> it was on the rocks from the start. It was on the rocks. Um, <laughs> and then Will stood behind his friend um, while Luke was like... Will's breaking up with you. And and then they and this was supposed to be like a dig, I guess. They were like, You look like the blue girl from Avatar. And I was like, like she's hot as I was shit. like, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I take that as a compliment. Um Natiri is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, dude, we're at two hours. Yeah. Maybe. And um 
You have anything Take else? Us home. I think we've covered Boys and Husbands pretty well. Anything yeah. Else say? Honestly, thanks. I'm I'm so obsessed with that movie. So it's, it's I fucking so fun love it. To and you're gonna about. do the festival thing. Yeah, we've been submitting to festivals <sighs> like crazy. So exciting. It's really fun. And is it gonna come out to the public after festival circuit? I guess. I don't really know how that works. I Word. Yeah, I think so. Well, um, I'm sure it'll be all over my Instagram when it comes out. I was gonna say plug where it's at right now, but it's yeah. not available. And we don't Secret. know. Um, Secret. Yours is okay. So the very loose structure for the show is, uh, you know, where you've been, where you are, where you're going. Mm. But um, we're kind of going the same place. Yeah, we, and we kind of, yeah, we're going there. We'll probably way. be neighbors. Yeah, we'll and hope so. We'll probably hang out a lot. Yeah. And that means hopefully they'll come on the show soon. Yeah, because we're going to be the only two people we know. <laughs> I, mean, I I've been, I'm personally cutting off a lot of people. When I, I'm personally, I'm personally uh, forgetting where I came from as soon as I leave the state. Yeah, I yeah, am yeah. losing. I'm getting a new phone. Yeah. But hang out, dude. It'll be fun. Um, you know, it felt good, didn't it, to get in the cut and just fucking let it go. Wait, what? Just the like, cut? what's the cut? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right, I've been watching The Wire lately, so I've been just like saying a lot of. Really cool stuff. It sounded awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we were chopping it up in the cut. And it was good. Um, and uh, you know, if I had the fucking theme song, I would oh, play yeah. us out, but we don't. I mean the official theme song is still being made. Well, this has been a blast. Pleasure. Thank you. Limp handshake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Macy Gowers. It's an absolute pleasure. I'll see you soon. We'll be friends. Woo! And uh this will be fun. Woo!